This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 249. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode or any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 249. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Daily Harvest. To get three free cups or smoothies in your first order, go to daily-harvest.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Canvas People. To get a free 11 by 14 canvas print of any of your photos, you just pay shipping. Text SHAMELESS to 484848. Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday. I'm really excited to dig into today's episode because it's something I've been talking about for a long time. I think not everyone totally understands what this concept is around imposter syndrome. So we're going to dig into that deeply. But before we dig into imposter syndrome, and if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, by the way, keep listening. If you're like, I don't know what that is. It doesn't pertain to me. I promise you it does. It pertains to every single person I've ever met in my entire flipping life. So this does pertain to you. And we will dig into that in just a minute. Before we do that, two things. First of all, our shameless mom of the week. I've been getting some amazing nominations. So a reminder to nominate yourself for shameless mom of the week. It's super, super simple. All you do is go into Apple podcasts and leave a review for the show and tell me how the shameless mom Academy has made you a more shameless mom. So you can do that by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that drops you right into our Apple podcast review area where you click on ratings and reviews. And then there's a little button that says, write a review. And this week's Shameless Mom nomination goes to Tanya. So Tanya sent me this amazing message and I said, I need to nominate you for Shameless Mom of the Week. So you have to go put this over in our reviews so that I can share it with the world because you're a freaking rock star. So here's what Tanya says. Hey there, Sarah. I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know I am so impacted by your podcast. I've just recently started listening to podcasts when starting a new job that left extra space in my head. I don't usually go for motivation, self-help things, but somehow I ended up listening to a few of your podcasts and now I'm hooked. I am binge listening to about 10 episodes a day, lots of headspace in parentheses, 
Every episode has resonated with me in one way or another. I never thought I would find something with such a vast subject field that could touch on so many things in my life. Every episode, I am like, yes, I have good days and bad days with food, which I won't anymore. She's referencing episode three, I believe. And if you Google shamelessmom.com, good food days, you'll find the episode she's talking about. It's one of my favorites. Yes, I have a foster son that I had to take on family visits. So she's referencing the episode again early on with Jillian Mitchell, which is an amazing interview with her foster care story, which led to her adoption of her awesome son, Fletcher. Yes, I'm on the path to losing 120 pounds. And then in parentheses, she says really 150, which is phenomenal. I've only been listening for three days and I started on your first podcast, so I am nowhere near your current episode. This has kept me from hardcore fangirl stalking you because I feel like I'm reading a good book and I don't want to know the ending. I know I am addressing things that you recorded in 2016, but I did want to let you know I have adjusted my morning routine to include my workout and start writing in a journal for 10 minutes every morning as me time. Thank you for not being perfect, but being real. Thanks and keep up the great work, Tanya. Oh my gosh, Tanya, there's so many things to love here. And my goal when I set out to start this podcast was that I want to be able to tell stories and amazing stories that get people fired up and make them feel good and maybe make you laugh and maybe make you cry. But I also want you to be inspired to take action. And that's exactly what I see Tanya doing here. And I'm blown away that you're listening to 10 episodes a day. In the email that I got from Tanya, she shared that she calculates that she'll be all caught up to the current episodes by the end of July. So I'm so, so touched. And by the time you listen to this episode, Tanya, at episode 249, you will have spent many, many hours in this community. So I thank you for being here and thank you for being such an amazing listener and taking notes and applying them so quickly so that you can have your life shifted in a positive direction and maybe a little more shameless direction so quickly. I really, really appreciate that. So adding to that, the second thing I want to mention before we dive into our content today is in the private Facebook group over at shamelessmom.com slash Facebook, I am doing 30 days of Facebook lives. And so make sure you're hopping in there to see what's going on. Every day I'm talking about things related to creating the confidence you crave, building better boundaries, and tuning into tiny habits that can turn your life around. So those are kind of the three overarching topics. and I'm just kind of jumping between them as things are appropriate for the community and as things are a good fit. And every day I'm in there sometimes for a few minutes sometimes for 30 minutes. So pop in as you can. I love to have people pop in live with me and have conversation with me right there live. If you catch me, I can coach you. If you have questions and you see me on live, like pop in and ask those questions. But that has been really, really fun. And I'm so excited to be in there every single day talking to you and communicating with you which is my favorite thing about this community is that actually having contact with you. Like it's fun to sit in my office and create, but having actual connection is like means the world to me. And that's why I set out to do this. So I appreciate you all showing up there. Okay. So hot topic today, imposter syndrome. This is something that I've talked about on and off throughout the podcast. And I know some people know what it is. So they're like, oh yes. And they immediately can like identify where in their life they have imposter syndrome. And then other people are like, imposter syndrome, what's that? I don't even know what that is. So let's talk about it. Imposter syndrome is what happens when you feel like an imposter in your own life. So maybe an example would be you get a new job and you don't feel qualified. And so you feel like an imposter where you're like, am I really qualified for this new position? Are other people more worthy than me? Like, did I get it by accident? Maybe like there was just not even anyone else good to choose from. So that's the only reason I got it where we just don't feel deserving of things. You know, it would have been easy for me to have imposter syndrome when I started the podcast thinking like, wow, like who am I to think that thousands of people are going to show up and listen to my show twice a week because there's so many shows out there and what makes mine better. And I'm not any more worthy than anyone else. And so many people are better than me and they've been doing it for longer than than me and they have much bigger audiences than me. So a lot of times imposter syndrome comes from comparison and comes from self-doubt and comes from a lack of self-confidence. So all of us struggle with this at one time or another. And I'm going to give you a few examples. I was on a plane a few months ago and I was in a window seat and there was someone already sitting in the aisle seat and we're just sitting there. And I think I had headphones in. I was like reading a book, like just minding my own business. And this woman comes to sit in the middle seat. And as she comes in, she says to the woman in the aisle and to me, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she comes in, she sits down and she like quickly gets adjusted. Like she was so not disruptive or anything. Like she was 
She just basically came and sat down. Like she didn't have a lot of stuff with her or anything. Like it was the least impactful middle seat situation I've probably ever been a part of, but she just kept apologizing. And I looked at her and I was like, Oh, no problem. Like no big deal. (laughs) And, but what I noticed after that is my blood started to boil a little bit. And I was on a flight. It was a couple hour flight back from California to Seattle. And by the time we landed, I was kind of furious. And so I was thinking about this the whole way home. Like, why am I so annoyed and angry that that happened? And I realized this woman got on the plane and apologized for existing. There's no reason that someone should apologize for sitting in the crappiest seat on the plane, right? Like, why would you apologize for that? She was apologizing for existing and for taking up space. There's no reason that anyone should ever need to apologize for having to sit like in the least comfortable, least ideal space with her hands in her lap for two and a half hours. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. And it occurred to me that this is what we all do all the time. And I've talked before about not saying sorry and stop saying sorry and thinking about other words that you can say. So where this woman could have gotten in to the, her plane seat and she could have said, oh, excuse me. And if one of us had to move for her or whatever or shifted, she could have said, thank you. Or I appreciate you making space or whatever. But like anything but apologizing for existing, please do not apologize for existing anymore. Do not apologize for taking up space. I don't care if you're a teeny tiny person who only takes up a tiny bit of space or if you are a large person that takes up tons of space. Do not apologize. I was on a flight not that long later with a 
like football player kind of guy in a middle seat. Again, I'm in the window. He's in the middle. And he was so respectful and he kept his arms crossed across him the whole time. I could tell he was trying to not hog the armrests. But again, he was being so conscientious of taking up space, like knowing that he has this very large body, this super, he probably was like six foot five, six foot six, like super big guy in this middle seat. And he was so conscientious about not taking up space and like not getting in anyone else's way. But he never apologized. He was never like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm a very large man. It was just never addressed. He just got in there and he was very respectful of his boundaries, which I really appreciated because I'm not going to lie been on flights with a lot of men in the middle and they are like all about like just taking both armrests and spreading those legs out and like just unapologetically taking up like 70% of the whole row and letting the two women on the ends just like cower in the corners. So it's really, really interesting to watch this whole phenomenon about taking up space and how apologetic we can be. And this happens all the time. I mean, think about whenever you get into like public transportation or whenever you're excusing yourself to maybe like go through a line, especially when we have little kids, a lot of times instead of saying, excuse me, or instead of saying thank you when someone makes space for us, we say, I'm sorry. If someone holds a door for us, we'll say, I'm sorry, instead of saying thank you. So I did a whole episode on this and you can go back. I'll link to that in the show notes. But I want you to be acutely aware of where you're apologetic for taking up space because that is imposter syndrome, where you think you don't deserve to take up the same space that someone else could take up. Another example of this, I went to the Macklemore concert recently. I don't want to brag, but Macklemore's my boyfriend. I think I've talked about this before. I'm kind of obsessed. He's amazing. I love him. So he was doing his show in Seattle at Key Arena. And Key Arena is like the biggest arena right in the heart of Seattle. There's other ones kind of on the outskirts, but right in the heart of Seattle, it's definitely the biggest venue. And he talked about the end of his tour that he was on. And he knew that he was going to be coming home to Seattle for the end of the tour. And he was trying to figure out with his wife, like what venue they should use for the tour. And his wife was like, well, I think we should do it at Key Arena. Like, you know, we've done it there before. And he's like, I don't know. Like, what if people don't come? It was like just a few days before Christmas, actually. So he's like, what if people don't come? Like it's right before the holidays. And like, if it doesn't sell well, then that's going to be really embarrassing for like my last shows on the tour. So finally, his wife talks him into it. She's like, there's nowhere else that makes sense. Like, I think we just need to go for it. So he's like, okay, we'll go for it. So tickets go on sale. They sell out in like 10 minutes. They open up a second show. Again, tickets sell out in a matter of minutes. So here's Macklemore, someone who can sell out stadiums all over the world, having imposter syndrome, thinking like, I don't know, like there's a lot of people who are really, really amazing artists who've sold out the key arena. People like Prince and Elton John and Paul McCartney. Like those are three other artists I've seen at the key arena in the last few years. And that's what he's thinking when he's thinking like, can I really sell this out again? Like he's played here before and sold it out, but he's like, I don't know, like, can I keep selling it out? So on the second night of his show this last winter, he got awarded as this was a huge surprise. He didn't know this was going to happen. And I was not there, but I saw a video of it because I was there the first night, but there was this video of him and he got this surprise award for being the artist to sell out the key arena the most times ever. And he sold it out five times now. So here's someone who was like, I don't know if we should book that. I don't know if we should do it. Do you think the people will really come? And then he ends up becoming the most, this artist who sold out the stadium the most times ever in history. And so here's how we all have imposter syndrome. Anywhere from apologizing for taking up a middle seat on a plane to questioning if we can sell at a stadium. These are two really, really different examples, like kind of polar opposites in terms of where they might fall on an imposter syndrome spectrum, but two really great examples. And I can tell you from following really successful people's journeys and being in the rooms with really successful people, we're all the same. We all have self-doubt. We all have moments where our confidence gets shaky. We all have moments where we think like, oh gosh, I don't know. Like, maybe should I try to do that? Like, can I really do it? What if I don't? What if it doesn't go well? What if I fail? Am I going to embarrass myself? Will I look ridiculous? What will people say? Everyone has this. It's like a universal truth. Unless you're a sociopath, because there are sociopathic people like narcissists, not to say that all narcissists are sociopathic, but there's definitely people who have like narcissism personality traits who maybe never have self-doubt, that's different. That's not what I'm talking about. For the person with the average ego, having imposter syndrome is going to be something that you deal with. And so it's come up a few times in different areas and come up in conversations on our private Facebook group recently about how to manage this. So we're going to talk about that today. 
So before we go deeper, we're going to talk about three steps to stop shrinking. We're going to talk about six tips to building confidence in 10 minutes a day. And then we're going to talk about five ongoing practices that you can use to just continue to work on building confidence and getting yourself out of imposter syndrome. So there's a lot packed in here. So get ready to take some notes. But before we dive in, let's talk about our first sponsor today. Our first sponsor today is a new sponsor who I'm so excited to have on the show and share with you, Daily Harvest. So I love smoothies. You guys have all heard me talk about how I have like smoothies are like my breakfast jam. I either have a smoothie or I have a bar just to get in extra vitamins, nutrients, protein, what have you. And Daily Harvest delivers one-step prep frozen plant-based eats straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, functional lattes, overnight oats, and more. And they make it so simple. So when you get your order, you get these little cups with all the ingredients. They're flash frozen in there. And then when you go to make your smoothie, you just pick the cup that you want. So maybe you want the pineapple coconut option. We enjoyed the chocolate mint one this morning. Vinny and I shared it. You literally just open up the cup. You dump the frozen ingredients into your blender. You add water or your choice of milk. You blend it up and you eat it. So delicious, right? They also have a coffee option. So you can have like a blended ice latte. So delicious. So good. This is also perfect if you're like, me and you live in a house that's 100 years old and also 100 degrees because you don't have air conditioning. Perfect for the summer when you're like, I don't want to cook a meal. I don't want to turn on a stove. Just want to blend up something and have it nice and cold. They also do have warm options. And in the warm options, you're just going to heat up that option. And again, it's ready to go. You already have the cup. You have all the ingredients. You don't have to chop anything. That's like the biggest hangout for me with smoothies is chopping all the things. Like it's 18 ingredients to get it all out. And then it's like a big mess and a big ordeal. This takes all that out. Literally everything is in one cup that's already frozen. You just dump it in the blender, blend it, and you're ready to go. So, so beautiful and simple. Also, everything stays fresh in your freezer till you're ready to eat it. So it's all ready to go when you're ready. All you do is add the liquid of your choice, water or your favorite milk, and then you blend, heat, or soak. Super simple, especially for summertime. So to get started with Daily Harvest, you're going to go to daily-harvest.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout to get three cups free in your first box. That again is daily-harvest.com and enter the code shameless at checkout daily-harvest.com. All right. So here we go. Are you ready? Before we go all the way in, I want to talk about the negative feedback loop of imposter syndrome. So I want you to imagine a loop like in the shape of a circle. And at the top of the loop, we have us where we live in our old stories. So we live in our old stories of self-doubt where we're like, you know, way back when I wasn't good at this one thing, or I failed in this one way. And therefore I have this insecurity there. And then when we start to work through the negative feedback loop, the next phase of that, if we go down to like the three o'clock place is where we start to compare ourselves to other people. So we already have this nagging insecurity and then we let ourselves fall into the comparison trap. And maybe we see on social media, like this other person is so successful and everything they do, they're so good at. And like, they're always having fun and their family is perfect and they just can't do anything wrong. So that agitates our insecurity and we get deeper into the negative feedback loop of imposter syndrome. And then if we continue to move down the cycle, we go down to like the six o'clock on our little circle. At the six o'clock, we start listening to the wrong people. So we listen to other people who maybe have caused doubt in our lives before, who've told us we're not good enough, or maybe it's just listening to people who are just negative in general, which give us more self-doubt. And so again, that feeds us deeper into the negative feedback loop. Then we go up to the nine o'clock position. And because of living in our old stories up at 12 o'clock and because of falling into the comparison trap at three o'clock and because of listening to the wrong people at six o'clock, over at nine o'clock, we start lowering our expectations for our success and our happiness based on everything prior. And when we lower our expectations for success and happiness, We continue to live in the old stories and we immediately go right back up to 12 o'clock, living in those old stories, existing in that place of like, I've never been good enough to do this. I'll never get there. I've always struggled with this. Like, I've never been a good writer. I've never been good at math. I've never been a good leader, whatever. We exist in that same story and we just go round and round and round looking for confirmation that we're right because you will find confirmation no matter what that you're right. So you can say like, I deserve to be a CEO and you can validate that if you look for those reasons and you can say, there's no way in hell I could ever be a CEO and you can validate that. Like it's literally that simple. You can validate either one of those statements. So you get to choose which one you validate. But if you're stuck in imposter syndrome, you choose to validate the negative side and then you just go round and round the loop. So here's the truth about imposter syndrome. 
I'm going to say this twice because it's really, really valuable. Imposter syndrome comes down to self-limiting beliefs and a lack of confidence that come from personal myths that we believe to be true about ourselves and secret doubts that we quietly hold close to our hearts. There's a lot to unpack there, so I'm going to say it again. Imposter syndrome comes down to self-limiting beliefs and a lack of confidence that come from personal myths that we believe to be true about ourselves and secret doubts that we quietly hold close to our hearts. So when it comes to imposter syndrome, it's usually personal myths. It's things that we believe about ourselves that no one else believes. It's self-limiting beliefs that we think, I could never make as much money as that person. I could never be that successful. I could never be that cute, pretty, thin, whatever, happy any of those things, self-limiting beliefs. So you have these personal myths that you've created where you have taken away the value of yourself in certain areas of your life. And you believe these things to be true, these personal myths. And on top of these personal myths, you have secret doubts that you hold close to your hearts and often don't tell anyone. And so this happens often where we can sometimes put up a good front, but still in the back of our mind, there's this quiet like, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't work? What if I can't do it? What if that boss of mine who made me feel horrible 20 years ago was actually right? Like this happens to me. I'll think back about the owner of the gym in Fremont who made me feel awful 15 years ago. And I'll think, what if he was right? What if he was right when he was like, wow, that marathon you ran, your first marathon, you only came in in like the 50th percentile for your age group? Really? Hmm. That's not very good. If things are going wrong in my life, I'll be like, maybe Richard was right. Maybe he was onto something there. So we have these secret doubts that are back there. And sometimes it's pretty easy to access them. When things are going not so well, it's real easy to access them. So think about your personal myths and your secret doubts, because often those are the things that hold you back. And they're things that maybe you haven't told anyone else. Maybe not your best friend, maybe not your partner. They're just sitting there on your own. This is very specific for survivors of abuse. We have personal myths and secret doubts because we have been victimized and we hold those very quietly and closely to our hearts. And we often do not share those until there's some sort of triggering event or something happens that's so awful or so big that we have to share it. So I would really encourage you if you are a victim of any sort of abuse and this you're like right now you're uncomfortable listening to this because I'm hitting on something, really consider the personal myths and secret doubts that you might be holding very closely and quietly to your heart that are holding you back. Because this is extremely common in victims of abuse who have these long time self-limiting beliefs because an abuser told them certain things or made them feel a certain way and it's held them back their entire lives. Okay, so what are we gonna do about all this? This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. EarnIn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to stop shrinking. So I'm going to talk about three different ways to stop shrinking. So these are different things I've talked about in other episodes. So I'm not going to go into a ton of depth with this because you can find more resources in my episodes and I will put links to these episodes in the show notes. But the first thing you're going to do is stop saying sorry. So we already talked about that at the beginning of this episode. I used that example of the plane. I did a whole episode about stop saying sorry you need to stop saying sorry. You need to apologize for taking up space in your life. So that's the first thing you're going to do to stop shrinking because when you shrink, that gives your imposter syndrome way more room to grow and bloom and thrive. The next thing is you're going to get out of the comparison trap. You're going to break the cycle. So you're going to break the negative feedback loop by getting out of the comparison trap by unfriending, unfollowing, unsubscribing every damn day to things, people, places, events, groups that make you feel less than. If you are following a fitness person who flaunts her six-pack abs every day and it gives you a twinge of self-doubt every time you see her pictures, unfriend, unfollow. I'm not saying that person is not adding value to the world. I'm saying that that person is not adding value to you. So unfriend, unfollow. If you are getting emails every day from someone who's way more successful than you and every time it makes you feel worse about yourself when you open one of those emails, unsubscribe. If someone else's standing on their soapbox or their pedestal makes you doubt yourself every time you see them doing what they're doing, stop following them. This doesn't mean that these people aren't doing great things, but you're just not in the right place to receive their work. And maybe they're not doing great things. Maybe their message actually is lifting themselves up at the expense of others. So you can consider that as well. So you're going to get out of the comparison trap. And then next, you're going to rewrite your stories. I want you to stop shrinking by rewriting your stories. So this means that even if you come from a place where parents were abusive or you had suffered sexual abuse at the hands of someone or you had a significant loss or trauma at some point in your life, you get to rewrite the ending to that story. You get to choose how long you exist in a negative, limited way in that story and how you get to move through that and become better for surviving that. You get to rewrite the endings of your stories. I have talked to people who have experienced tremendous loss and grief on this show. And I can tell you over and over and over again that the people who opt to rewrite their stories are the people who have built better lives in spite of really awful, awful, awful circumstances. So you get to choose how you survive. I'm thinking right now of Kelly Heron, who talks about when she was a victim of an attempted rape in a public bathroom here in Seattle. And she said, 
that she didn't want to identify as a victim. She wanted to identify as a survivor. And I was like, oh my God, sister, you are like identifying as a freaking warrior. But she was very clear to her that day, that day that that event happened in that very poignant interview that she gave, that she said, this is not how my story is ending. This will not end with me being raped or killed. That is absolutely not happening. She knew that was not the ending of the story. That was actually the beginning of the story. The beginning of the story was the day that this man tried to take something from her. And she said, not today, Emmer Effer. I will keep it not explicit for today. In her episode, she was more explicit about it. And that's where the story began. And now over a year later, she's revamped her entire life around this story of survivorship and power and building something out of trauma. And it has been crazy amazing to watch. So you have the power to stop shrinking by rewriting the endings of your stories. And you get to do that at any time. There's no limit on, it's not like, oh, well, now that it's been 20 years, I no longer can do that. Oh, yes, you can. You totally can. You can do it anytime. So you get to rewrite the endings of your stories, but you have to take radical responsibility for doing that. Next. Actually, before we go to the next thing, let's talk about our second sponsor today. And then we're going to talk about tips to building confidence in 10 minutes a day. Our second sponsor today is Canvas People. First of all, I have to tell you, I love hearing when you all use our sponsors. So please do tell me, let me know, put it on our private Facebook group, send me a DM. It's really fun for me to hear. And I know a lot of you have used Canvas People because they offer something that every mom needs and wants photos on our wall, right? So Canvas People puts your favorite photos that maybe might be currently living in your phone and hidden from the world. They put them on Canvas, pieces of art, that you can put up on your wall and they're so beautiful. I don't think I've talked about that Canvas People also has other creations. So they have throw pillows, they have photo mugs, they have desktop plaques. They actually have different shapes of Canvas prints. So you can do like honeycomb shape, which look really cool. So they have all sorts of different options, but I just love their standard canvases. And I just love the idea of taking my most precious moments, especially this time of year, when I know for me, like every time we're hitting the beach, I'm wanting to get like a beautiful sunset picture or a picture of Vinny doing something cute in the water. And then we end up never doing anything with those photos. And they're really like some of my best memories, like all of my best memories. Let's just be honest. All my best memories are with my kid near water. And so I want that commemorated. And so I love Canvas people. They're so ready. They're up for the task. And I know that those of you who have used them so far, have just really loved your experience. So if you have not tried out Canvas people yet, they are offering an 11 by 14 Canvas print for free. All you have to do is text shameless to 484848 and you're going to be able to order your free 11 by 14 canvas print valued at $69.99, which is an amazing, amazing offer. So all you're going to do to get your free print, all you do is pay shipping. You're going to text shameless to 484848. Super simple. All right. So where do we go from here? or six tips to build confidence in 10 minutes a day. So this is where you're going to start to pull yourself out of when you're feeling that self-doubt. You're feeling that like, oh my gosh, the confidence is not there. I'm falling into my old stories. I'm falling into old patterns. I don't know if I'm worthy. I'm feeling apologetic for existing and taking up space. Here's what you're going to do. So much of this is covered just by simply doing the 15-minute manifest every morning. And you're going to hear how there's a lot of overlap here with the 15-minute manifest. So if you don't have the 15-minute manifest, it's a free gift for all of my listeners. If you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash 15mm for 15-minute manifest, you will get your free copy of the 15-minute manifest. It's a quick download. You can read through how to do it. It will change your life. It will rock your day. It's amazing. And you will see in our private Facebook group how so many people are using it to really change the course of their days and change the course of their lives over time. So you're going to hear me touch on some of the same things in this that I talk about in there. But let's go into this. So first thing, 10 minutes a day, power workout. You can sweat a lot in 10 minutes. Get up and show yourself that you are physically strong and that will carry over into every area of your life six days a week, first thing in the morning. And I have for 20 years or more because by proving to myself first thing every day that I am strong and powerful and capable, I am able to accomplish anything else that comes my way. 
there is a huge carryover. I don't care if you can't do like push-ups on your toes or you can't do jump squats or burpees or whatever. Like do whatever is strong for you. Strong for you might be walking up a hill outside your house. Strong for you might be going up and down the stairs from your basement to your first floor for five minutes. Strong for you might be doing some sun salutations just to open up your body, your mind, your heart. Whatever strong for you looks and feels like for a workout, do that for 10 minutes. Next, practice personal development reading, podcasts, audiobooks. Expose yourself for 10 minutes a day to someone else's material that will remind you of what you're capable of. Sometimes that's hearing a story of someone else's journey. Sometimes it's hearing an inspirational interview. Sometimes it's listening to a podcast like this that's actually like giving you practical application in your life for how you can improve your life. But practicing personal development is huge. I do this twice a day, every day. I read first thing in the morning. I read again when I go to bed at night. It is a game changer and I crave it. It's like my comfort now to know that I get to learn for someone else. It actually takes the responsibility off of the thoughts in my head sometimes. like Sometimes it feels so burdensome to be responsible for all the thoughts in my head. But if I can read and let someone else be in charge of cultivating those thoughts and kind of helping me curate the information up there, that's very comforting to me. Next, practicing gratitude, writing thank you notes, having a gratitude journal. Like this literally does not need to take more than one to five minutes a day where you are just noting things that you're grateful for. I notice the smallest things on a regular basis. Every time I walk outside and the sun hits my body, which isn't that often in Seattle, but I notice that. I notice like, oh my gosh, that feels amazing. I never take it for granted. Again, I'm in Seattle, so it doesn't happen that often. I notice we just got this new blanket from Costco. It's like the most ridiculous thing ever that I'm so grateful for it, but it's like this new blanket for $14.99 and it's super soft. And every time I get on the couch and I cover up with it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for this. Every time I get in my bed in the winter and I turn on my mattress warmer, which I got two or three years ago, it brings me the most amazing amount of joy. So practicing gratitude about these really silly little things, practicing gratitude over like your kid laughing or the look in your kid's eyes when you make them smile, all those little things matter. Number four, serve and connect with others. Make things bigger than yourself. Don't get stuck in your own head. I have business coaches who first thing in the morning when they wake up, they text three other people to just say like, hey, I'm thinking of you this morning. I hope you have a great day. And what that triggers is those three people text them back to be like, cool, thanks. Oh my gosh, I love that you're thinking of me. Like you have a great day too. And you immediately have this like great engagement and connection to kick off your day. I love that. I'm on text strings with multiple groups of women that this has kind of happened over the course of time, but it's been amazing how powerful it is to connect with these different circles of women. Some of them are daily. Some of them are more, you know, not quite as frequently, but it's amazing how powerful that can be. If you don't have a text string like that, set it up. Be like, hey, three girlfriends, five girlfriends, whatever. Hey, I'm just going to put us all on a string and I'm going to like send you guys messages every once in a while and just be like, hey, have a great day because I just need that point of connection. I'm telling you, like some of them might be like, okay, whatever. And then they're going to be like, oh, this is actually really fun. And I'm telling you, like these connections with women, because we are chatty people and often we're chattier than our husbands. It's really powerful. Like my husband's not always the chattiest person and he doesn't always appreciate my stories. And he's like, cool, got it. Like, are we still talking about this? And he's always very supportive, but there's times when I just need to like tell something to a girlfriend and they're going to connect with it differently. That's what these text strings are for. Number five, journaling and brain dumping. When you are in these places of, I feel like nothing, I'm doubting everything. You journal about that and you journal, here are 10 ways that I'm strong. Here are five ways that I have proven that I am capable of doing X, Y, and Z. Here are the things I love about myself. Here are the things I have done to help others this year. Here are the ways I provide value to the world. You journal about those things. You brain dump, you make lists. Maybe you write essays about it. I like to do lists because lists come to me much quicker. But However, it works best for you. Brain dump and journal and get those negative thoughts out and make space for the positive thoughts to be cultivated. And then number six is affirmations and visualizations. This is something that I've talked about before that I've had a hard time embracing, but I've really gotten more in touch with it in the last six months or so. And it's making a really big difference. Affirmations. Write down affirmations in the present tense as if they're already happening 
and you will be amazed to see how you actually start making these things happen. This is very much in line with if you've seen The Secret, it's very much in line with like the law of attraction and those kinds of things. But if every single morning you sit down and you write out five statements as if they've already happened, like, you know, I take two tropical vacations a year. I am a seven-figure business owner. I own a lake house. I have date nights a month. Like those are some of those are like literally on my list of affirmations. You write these things out and you keep writing them out. You'll be blown away at the capacity you will have over time to actually make those things happen. Same thing with visualizations. I visualize myself sitting at my lake house that I'm going to buy someday on the deck overlooking the water with Vince and Vinny going fishing in the morning while I'm sipping coffee and reading a book and the sun is shining down on me. There's a dog there next to me. It's probably not my current stinky dog because I don't think she's going to make it to the lake house because I don't think we're going to be buying it that quickly. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? But there's going to be like a cute little dog next to me. It's going to be perfect and beautiful. Like I can picture the yard. I can picture the deck. The yard is flat. It's not sloped. There's a little beach area. There's a fire pit. There's a dock. We have a little like rowboat that they can go out on to do their little fishing thing in the morning. I can picture when I look at the view on the lake, there's trees around us, but our yard is not shaded. I can see across the lake and I can tell when I distance across the lake, like I can tell how big this lake is in my mind because I've thought about it so much. It's not teeny tiny, but it's not huge. I can see the other side of the lake. Like I could row a boat to the other side of the lake. I could maybe at the peak of my swimming, which is not right now, I could swim across that lake. So that's how acutely aware I am of that visualization. All right. Next, last thing here, ongoing practices. So ongoing practices to help you through imposter syndrome. Creating a positive environment is number one. Surrounding yourself with inspiration and igniting your senses. I've touched on this already. Like having the soft blanket, lighting the candles, having something that smells good, having something that's warm, like all that sensory stuff matters. Having pictures up. I put pictures up of Vinny in my office. Every time I put up a new picture, it like brings me joy for months. I can't even tell you. It's I didn't put pictures up of Vinny for the first four years of his life because I didn't get around to it. And now like every time I put up a new picture, it's like the biggest gift. So igniting your senses really contributes to a positive atmosphere and contributes to positive headspace. Next, changing your words. Words matter. Stop saying start. Stop saying sorry. And instead, go ahead and give gratitude. Thank you for holding that door for me. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you. Excuse me. Thank you so much for helping me. There, Almost anything you apologize for, you could replace the apology with a, some sort of statement of gratitude. And then also, use words that describe yourself that will allow you to shine and not shrink. So oftentimes, and sometimes we do this in the vein of being self-deprecating, which I get can be fun and funny, but if everything you say about yourself is self-deprecating, you're shrinking yourself. You're not shining. So use words that allow you to shine. Be bold about your accomplishments. When I talked about selling the gym on social media, I specifically said, I will not apologize I said, this is bittersweet, but I will not apologize for bragging for a minute that I just sold a business because as a woman business owner, this is a major milestone and I'm not going to apologize for that. I will say that there's parts of it that make me sad because there's been a lot of goodbyes. And I will say that posting this big thing on social media about this major milestone can feel a little uncomfortable and showboaty, but I'm not going to apologize for it because this is a major lifetime milestone. So yes, I'm going to put it on social media and it's going to sound a little braggy and I'm letting you know that I'm totally cool with that because I've earned that. I worked really, really, really hard for 16 years to get that. So I'm not going to apologize for it. So be really aware of how you let yourself shrink or shine. Choose your words wisely. Next is rewriting your stories. We've talked about that. Ongoing practice of rewriting your stories. You get to choose. You get to choose about that parent relationship that has made you crazy your whole life or made you frustrated or made you fearful or made you have self-doubt. You get to choose the ending of that story. You get to choose if someone victimized you at any time in your life, you get to choose where you move from that situation starting today and forward. So being responsible on an ongoing basis for rewriting the endings of your stories something that happened last week, a boss said something to you, a coworker said something to you, you get to choose today how that story ends or moves forward from this moment on. Next, getting off social media or limiting your use to reduce FOMO, fear of missing out, and the comparison trap. Unfollow, unfriend, and subscribe every damn day. 
And then lastly, practice exuding confidence. Fake it until you become it. I'm not saying fake it till you make it, fake it till you become it. So be the person that is unapologetically proud and positive and powerful and purposeful and excited and exuberant, all those things. Even if you're like, uh, this is awkward and uncomfortable and I'm not sure if this is really me, just do it anyways. And what happens when you do that is that you reflect that to other people and they will receive you in a positive way and you'll get reinforcement from that interaction. And then it's a little easier the next time you do that. The next time you behave confidently, it's a little more comfortable. It feels a little bit more like the real you until it becomes the real you. Like it did not feel comfortable for me to get on Facebook Live, to create videos, to record podcasts. None of that felt comfortable until I did it enough times in a confident enough way that I started getting feedback that people were enjoying it. And then I was like, oh, like now I can like kind of settle into this and like kind of show my true colors. So you have to fake it a little bit to get that, to see the reflection of what you're putting out there and then be like, oh yes, this is me. This can be me. This can be the real me moving forward. I can choose the direction that this goes based on how this is making me feel right now when I behave this way. All right. So that was your talk on imposter syndrome. And I hope you learned a lot. I packed a lot into this episode. So I encourage you, if you were like listening while driving to listen again, where you can sit and take some notes, maybe just have it like running in the background. I've started listening to certain things repeatedly just to get messages. Every time you listen, you get different messages from the same content. And so listening to something two or three times, you'll pick up different highlights every time. So this might be one of those episodes for you. So thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back with you in a couple days for an interview. And I hope you learned something. Let me know what you learned. Reach out. You can email me at info at shamelessmom.com if this episode had lots of impact for you. I would love to hear your story. Thank you so much for spending time with me today in the Shameless Mom Academy. I really, really appreciate you being here. If this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you get all episodes as soon as they're released and you never miss an episode. You can do that by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will drop you into Apple Podcasts where you can click on the little subscribe button. While you're there, please also rate and review the show. Let me know what you loved. Let me know in what ways you are a shameless mom. And remember, shameless mom of the week nominations come from our reviews. So if you want to be nominated, you got to leave a review. So make sure you leave a review over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And lastly, share this episode with other shameless moms in your lives. The way the show grows and the way we build our community is by you all spreading the word. So take a screenshot of this episode, share it on social media, tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram or Facebook. I will make sure I reply as quickly as I possibly can, sending you lots of loves and shout outs. And I can't wait to connect with you there. Until next time, have a great day. And remember, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.